0: Hey there, fellow foodies. This is Ann Campio with Girl vs. Food. And joining me as my co host tonight is.
1: What's up, everyone? It's Ryan again.
0: Hello, Ryan. Thanks for joining me.
1: No problem, man. Glad to be back again.
0: <laughs> We're here to bring you our review of Fox's Master Chef. It's uh, season four, episode 17. Whew. I don't know any other series that goes this high in terms of episodes. I don't know if. You know any others Ryan but these are a lot of episodes we've been through a lot of contestants at this point
1: yeah I feel like this goes longer than like uh, uh, the, the voice or American Idol kind of sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah it's right there in terms of how many episodes that they have for this um, series yeah. but we're not complaining we love our Master MasterChef mm-hmm. uh, we saw the top seven compete tonight and we had the biggest mystery box that we've seen all season um, and of course, we had a glimpse of what was under there uh, last week in the promo. So we knew it was their loved ones, which is always really cool when they reunite with their loved ones in MasterChef. Um, having been away from from them for months on end to compete in this competition, you can just imagine the the heightened emotions that are you know flowing in the room when everybody was res- reunited with their... Kid or you know their husbands and wives and girlfriends. Um, Unfortunately, though, Chrissy's son couldn't make it. That was a big bummer. Um, He was in the middle of state testing or something, so he was just sent his love through a a a video, which was also really nice. But I did feel for Chrissy. I mean, you know, she can be a bitch, but family, you know, she needs the love there and the support like everybody else got. Um, were you shocked? I, I know you knew what was going on too but what were your feelings when they revealed the mystery box?
1: Well, I, was, I was happy that everyone got to see their family I didn't realize they've been gone for months were already in this part of the competition so especially like Natasha her little son he's I don't know how old he is he doesn't look like he might be more than like a year old even so being away from a baby or a kid for that amount of time probably really tough and then I did feel bad for Chrissy because nobody. You know, her son wasn't able to be there. Everyone else's significant other or parents or child were there. So I was kind of wondering why they didn't send someone else and said, like, I'm sure she has other relatives that could have came to, to visit her along with the iPad message from her son. Just so she wasn't by herself, that kind of made it even worse. I mean, Here's a message from your son. I know he's not here, but. You could have sent somebody with the iPad just so there's someone else <laughs> physically there to hug, you know, say hi or do whatever with. Yeah, so,
0: I, I'm not going to get into much or question much de- uh, detail as to Chrissy's family structure. Maybe mm-hmm. she just doesn't have anybody else or they had some sort of stipulation in the beginning that these are the people you're allowed to send if we do this mm-hmm. kind of episode. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was rather unfortunate. Um. The competition, though, was to cook a dish inspired by their loved ones. could be anything. Uh, they had up to 15 items they could grab from the pantry as well as the standard, um, I think, amount like they have a standard amount of things that they can use all the time. Um, and they had 60 minutes to create a dish. And uh, the, the funny thing, w- though, was... Not so much uh, when I was watching it, the that you know them putting t- the dishes together. That was normal, just like any other competition. But it was more so the reaction of the loved ones that were up top watching them. I mean, I had to giggle when Jesse's mom was like coaching her from the balcony, um, and you know there was a there was a lot of you know uh, what do you call it. Uh, just a lot, a lot of the loved ones were just, they just looked inspired and in awe of the people that were competing um, in the kitchen, I think because probably one, they haven't seen them in a long time, but two, they could tell the growth that they made since they've been gone. And it was really cool for them to showcase that in front of them. Um, was there anything that stood out to you while they were making their dishes?
1: Uh, no, I'm sure it's pretty nerve wracking because they each had their own individual rooting section. <laughs> for them while they were cooking, and then like you were saying, like Jesse's parents were like, "Oh, what are you gonna do with that? Oh, what are you gonna do with this?" So like you're trying to you're trying to concentrate and focus on what you're doing, and then you're kind of getting some backseat chefs up on the second floor <laughs> telling you what you should be doing. So it's probably more nerve wracking, but it's also inspirational. You know, you, you want to win because they're there watching, so you want to be able to show your best, show you've improved. And then the the relatives that were there probably had never seen them cook in this way before, as far as you know, rushing something, competition, so it's probably pretty amazing to them that they're able to make these dishes in a certain amount of times on the, on the show. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was good, and I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, everyone cooked. I'm kind of sad they don't show all of their dishes. They only show three of them, uh, or taste them anyway. They kind of don't mention a few of them, so I would have re- liked if they would have went to all of them, at least mentioned them and, and tasted them. I'm sure they do. They probably cut it out, but I wish they would have shown more of the other contestants for that challenge.
0: And I don't know why I've never noticed this before in previous episodes or if this is the first time that they've d- done the voiceover that explains that the judges go around and taste the different elements and talk to the chefs as they're cooking. and their decision is uh, to bring up three is based on what they saw during the 60 minutes. I don't I, I don't know why I've never caught that little audio clip before. Um, but it perfectly explains why they only choose three and bring up three. Um, they obviously taste different elements of everybody's dish and talk to them a little bit about the technique um, that they're putting into the dish. So I can understand why they brought up, they bring up the, the three, um, but I'm with you. I, w- I wish they would showcase some of the, the others besides the three. So this week, we saw Natasha, Jesse, and Surprise Surprise. Luca finally made the three. I feel like I haven't seen him stand up there uh, with the top three ever. I think this might have been the first, if not the second. And I was really, really happy to see that because I'm. this week I predicted he would go home, mm-hmm. and he obviously didn't. Um, and this time it was based on his cooking. It wasn't based on the fact that he got lucky, he was on a winning team, somebody saved him, whatever. Mm-hmm. He worked his butt off this week. He made a beautiful dish um, that won him the mystery box challenge. But out of the three, we had Natasha's green curry. We had Jesse's seared duck breast and Luca's uh, pan seared halibut. For me, I would have picked Luca's dish in terms of what I wanted to eat tonight. His looked amazing. Um, Asparagus risotto sounds absolutely delicious to me. Um, Out of the three, Ryan, what was your pick?
1: Uh, I probably would have picked Jessie's. I thought her duck with the uh, the blackberries and uh, I believe Brussels sprouts. I think it was underneath it. Hers <laughs> to me it looked the best, and then probably for what I was from looking at it, I probably would have enjoyed hers the most. Um, and then probably Lou because the Natasha's dish. I didn't think it looked too good. I kind of thought it looked kind of I don't look sloppy kind of. <laughs> um, but I, it probably tasted good. It's just the way that it was presented compared to the other two dishes. It kind of wasn't even on the same like level as far as plating and stuff, but um, they they all they all did fairly well, and I was surprised that uh, Luca won. I'm glad he won, but it's it's kind of funny how we were, oh he's going to go home this week, and then he does the best, and he's saved from elimination.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I can't blame him this week. He did so well, and I'm sure yeah. because of his beautiful wife staring down at him that really further lit the fire, you know, for him to do yeah. well. Um, nobody wants to to lose in front of their loved ones either. So um, he had a great advantage. Obviously, he got saved from having mm-hmm. to do the elimination test. Um, he didn't get to choose the ingredients, though. They were pre-chosen for uh, the group. What he got to do is choose teams. So for this competition... Uh, They revealed this beautiful plate of sushi and tempura, so it was Japanese-inspired. And uh, one thing they highlighted was the the main point of the competition was to replicate the dish, meaning Mm -hmm. everything from the look of it, the way the pieces were laid out, um, all the elements of the garnishing and the sauces, and um, everything had to be the same, same amount of pieces, the same, same, same. So... Mm -hmm that was already preset. What Luca got to do though, is because it was a tag team challenge, he got to put the teams together and that's where stra- his strategy. Um, well, we saw it backfired, but his strategy to kick Natasha off, kick uh, kicked in. And he put Natasha with Chrissy thinking that they would have some drama. And really there was none. I mean, and then we had Jesse, Eddie and uh, James and Jordan. Um, I, I, I think I would have went with the same st- strategy if I was gunning for Natasha. But, again, I think it bat- backfired for him. Um, anything interesting in terms of the tag teams he put together? Or the how about the way they work together? I was actually kind of surprised about those um, those teams. Yeah.
1: yeah. The I mean, I was talking about uh, my friend and we were watching it. And um, pretty much it, whoever you put Chrissy with, the other two teams were seemingly off paper would have been good. Um, Everyone left is good. Nobody likes Chrissy, and they think she can't cook. So, obviously, whoever you put her with, they're going to get mad. You know, oh, I'm going to get Luca. He's he's number one on my list. But the other people that are left, whoever they put together, is going to be kind of like a super team on paper, which is what we thought when we were watching. Because we're like, oh, Eddie and Jesse, they're good. They're, they shouldn't have any problems. You know, but little did we know that uh, Eddie doesn't know how to cook anything with sushi. So Jesse had to do most of the work. And then when the other team, Jordan and James, you know, they're high-fiving and jumping around like, you know, the rockers from wrestling back in the day. <laughs> and uh, they they weren't able to pull it off. Um, they pulled it off a little bit better, but they were had different ideas on certain things, and they're yelling at each other and, you know, do it this way, do it that way. Um, Jordan watched the uni when you're not supposed to, and James was cutting the shrimp a different way than what they were supposed to. So, you know, it kind of was, I guess, blind luck that Luca put them together and, and, and the other team together, and they messed up because... It could have been, like, Chrissy and uh, Eddie together, and they wouldn't have been able to make anything because neither of them knew how to make sushi at all. So it would have been interesting to see that pairing. Would you have paired them up the same way, you think, or would you have done differently a little bit?
0: Yeah, I would have done the same exact thing. I mean, I I wouldn't have known who's made sushi or not, so... uh, I would have went with the, with the same pairing. If I was going for Natasha, I would have put her with Chrissy, knowing that they have a history, knowing that um, they're not the best of pals and there potentially could be some conflict there. But um, because Chrissy's never made sushi, it was the perfect combination because right off the bat she said, all right, tell me what to do and I'll do it and we're going to get this done. And just mm-hmm. the look of determination on both Natasha and Chrissy's faces – you knew they weren't going to get eliminated this challenge. I mean, that's the look of, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, poor Eddie, who never cooked or made sushi before, just looked like a deer in headlights. And it, yeah. it just showed the whole entire time they were trying to make the sushi. And the, thing, the, the neat thing about sushi is that, you know, not only is it edible, but it's, it's a form of art. And it takes, you know, delicate hands to cut the fish the way that they, that needs to be cut. Um, there's just a really intricate way that you need to make the rice the right, um, not only, um, consistency, but the right flavor, not too much right, you know, rice vinegar, um, which we saw some people do a little too much of. Uh, you know, the rolling of the sushi, the way it's cut, it's gotta be the same size. There's just so many elements that you have to consider, and you can see that a lot of them were getting very stressed out. They realized they were running out of time, and for something as you know that looks as simplistic and beautiful as sushi, they really, really struggled. And quite honestly, I think this is the the um, hardest competition for all of them and for the viewers to watch because I was stressing the heck out watching them um, try to put the the. Different pieces onto the plate and and just make sure everything was in place before the time ran out. I was seriously stressing out, Ryan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that. I didn't think Jordan and James were going to finish the thing because the way that they, they cut the before the commercial break seemed like they might have left something off of it. But yeah, all of almost all the teams with like two minutes left were still getting stuff ready and putting it on the plate. So yeah, it was a stressful sixty minutes. I'm sure for them it was really bad.
0: Yeah, and I even learned something tonight. I didn't know that you had to rest the tempura batter. I, I need to remember that next time I try to make tempura. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it maybe it, it thickens up the, the batter, but I yeah. just never knew that. So thank you, Master Chef, for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So we see... Oh, this is something I wanted to bring up, though, because coaching was key in this competition. And Natasha was the perfect example. She knew what to do. She coached Chrissy through it, and they weren't eliminated. They were saved perfect. Um, the other the other two teams, though, there was I, I, maybe due to the fact that um, some of the people have never made sushi before. It made them uh, uh, vulnerable, and they didn't know how to coach their teammate through it. But, um, you know, the coaching wasn't very strong in the other two teams, or the Eagles were just too big, and they were, you know, betting bat- heads the whole time. But would you have blamed the coach, or would you have blamed the person that they were trying to coach. It's just, I don't know. Um,
1: Yeah, it's tough because you, you, that's why I kind of this episode with the team stuff, especially because they did the team aspect and then they picked the elimination after that. Um, So it was sushi and not knowing how to cook something and then being kind of kicked off for it. It kind of doesn't sit well with me just because they didn't get it, especially if, you know, if for some reason the other team didn't do so well also and then they had to actually pick between the four of them or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I would, it's hard to coach because you want it. You your team to win so you don't get eliminated, but you can only coach so much because you have to cook as well. <laughs> so if you're having to coach half, half the time and cook the other half of the time, it's pretty much like you're doing the whole challenge yourself. Someone is just kind of prepping items for you, so it's not really fair when you have your team and you're doing have to do that. And then the other one is the person can cook it fine, can teach it fine, and the person is helping like they should. So it's kind of, unf- I mean, it is teams, and they want it to kind of be unfair and not balanced so they can have elimination, but it's kind of the same well to me when they have to eliminate people that way. For, like, the first challenge and then you can make team captains, I think would be fine, but when there's actually someone going to go home for it, it's kind of, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, it is quite a bummer, but, you know, everybody took 50-50 blame. Uh, There wasn't anyone that said, stepped up and said, oh, you know, this was all my fault, or I did better than the other person, so um, they all went in it with the same with the same mentality that we're if the ship sinks we're both going to say we were both at the at yeah. the helm you know um mm-hmm. so james and jordan i mean <laughs> they showed a little bit of disrespect they were laughing they were just toying around when um the chefs were tasting their sushi um that shrimp to me looked horrible by the way it did look like somebody stepped on it yeah. um mm-hmm. but Rightfully so, they were saved because really in the end it was based on the dish they made, not their antics or whatever. So I, I, I don't disagree with them being saved. Um, it just bummed me out because that meant Jesse and Eddie were on the bottom too. And those two have been my favorite for the last two or three episodes. I really thought Eddie had a great chance of winning this competition and he just hit a roadblock of epic, epic proportions that ended ended up sending him home so
1: yeah.
0: thoughts on Eddie was, going home
1: yeah I was sad to see him go because I thought he got a good chance like you said to to get far and maybe win um and he pretty much went home on something he didn't know how to cook so I mean in Chef, you gotta be able to cook pretty much anything they give you but it's sad to see that he didn't get a chance to go out on something he actually had a good chance of you know on a level playing field cooking against other people He basically went home because he made his rice bad. So, which for sushi, that is like the the main ingredient of Mm -hmm. sushi is rice. So he messed that up. It's pretty much no matter how good the rest of the ingredients are, it's going to be it already has a bad base. So yeah, I was sad to see him go because he's been like the one of the top contestants throughout the whole season. So sad to see him go, and then you know pretty much everyone left is good. So it's like anybody that gets eliminated now is you know kind of a bummer. But next week. You know, there's a surprise, so maybe we'll see what happens with that.
0: Yeah, it's so true. At this point, it's like everybody's a favorite, yeah. really. It, it, yeah, we're we're getting down to really very close. Um, I I think I I feel for everybody that's on this comp- at this point in the competition. Um, mm. Oh, I did have a thought on Eddie, but let's. So, can't even remember can't remember. But, um, yeah, you mentioned next, next week. week.
1: Yeah. We, next get, week we get to bring go. back
0: uh, one of the three, Bree, Beamy, or Lynn. I mean, they did mm-hmm. this last season, which was really cool. And the person they brought back last season ended up being second place. So you, this can change everything. Um, yeah. I love that they do this. And I think it worked, it worked perfectly for them um, the last time. And I think it's going to be good this time.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see why, uh, why they picked those three. I guess maybe they had some outside competition or something. Um yeah, I'm glad they brought extra people back. It throws a little little kink in the – everyone thinks, you know, oh, I had to worry about this person, this person, this person, but now they bring back somebody else. And, like, they were all scared of Lin earlier, so maybe if he comes back, maybe he's someone else they need to watch out for again. So, yeah, it's, it's cool to see when they bring them back. And like you said, last year they brought someone back, and they, they almost won the whole thing, so <laughs> – everyone knows what can happen with these people when they come back. So, it's a, it's really cool that they're doing that.
0: I think any of the three is a threat. Yeah. Uh, Beamy, I think, went home way too early, and I'm sure since he's gone home, he'll be he was cooking every day as much as he was on the competition, um, as well as Bree, who we just saw go home, so she's still fresh out of the competition, um, and then Lynn, who. I mean, he did go home a few episodes ago, but everyone was scared of him, like you said. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's cleaned up whatever um, that issues he had from previous. Um, so I'm scared. I would be scared if I was any of the top, what is it, six now that are left. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we'll have seven after next week. So let's see what happens. <laughs>
1: yeah, be good.
0: All right. Well, that will do it for us, I guess. I. Just, Gosh, there's just so much going on. At this yeah. point, I'm sticking with my pick, who is Jessie, even though she was on the bottom again this week. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I hope they, she, I hope she recovers next week. I hope she's not on the bottom because I can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and then I had Jordan, and I was worried too because when they had him and James went up, I'm like, uh-oh, they're going to have to go to the elimination. But then, then they went to, to Jessie and Eddie. I, because when they show them cooking, they didn't really show any – they had any problems, so I didn't think they had anything really that wrong with it. But then they're like, oh, he's daring the headlights and that, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, know what you're, I know what you're saying when you're, you're worried about your, your pick in the bottom, so hopefully they don't go back in the bottom.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's some strong peop- – there's some people picking up some steam like Natasha yeah. and Chrissy, and that's scary. So um, mm-hmm. excited for next week. Ryan, until next week, though, where can we find you, chat with you? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at R.Y. Myers, M-Y-E-R-S, 25.
0: And I'm also on Twitter at Ann Campia, same as the YouTube channel name. And you can subscribe to this channel if you want to follow these reviews or any others. And you can also go on iTunes and get the audio version. Just search for Girl Versus Food, and they're all there as well. So until next week, everybody, uh, Ryan, again, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure.
1: Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. See you next week.
0: Until I, until then, everybody, happy eating.